Introducing X06 Future Spy. No, no, no! I won't give in to their demands! This episode. I'll show you my face when you show us your money. This episode. Ha! <laughs> You've got guts, I'll give you that. This episode. You won't get a penny out of me! We've got to act now. This episode. Man with two faces. Stacy, industrialist, is one of Mars's richest men, at least so they say. A proud, some would say stubborn man, his obstinance is currently getting in the way of my attempts to assist him in a most delicate matter, that of the kidnapping of his youngest son by a Martian criminal gang. I'm sat with him in his office on the 24th floor of his skyscraper building in Viking City, in Mars's northern hemisphere. He's being characteristically cooperative, as per usual. No, no, no! I won't give in to their demands! I am not budging one inch! Mr. Stacy, you must be aware that your attitude makes it exceedingly difficult for me to help you. Darn it, I don't care! Don't you care about your son, either? How dare you! You've got some neck coming in here and throwing your weight around! I am simply trying to help. I don't much want to be here either, Mr. Stacy, but here I am, so I suggest you take advantage of my expertise, especially given you don't seem to want to involve the space police. I've told you before, I don't want them involved. We Stasis settle our own problems, our way. That's why your Mr. Brawley sent you here to help me, right? To find and return your son and eliminate his kidnappers, yes. I do have to ask you, sir, which of those two objectives is your priority? Why, you... As I have told you repeatedly, I have made contact with the kidnappers and they are willing to make a deal with you. Three million credits and Sam will be returned to you, unharmed, Scout's honour. Why not just pay them and be done with it? The answer is no! I would hazard a guess that three million credits doesn't mean an awful lot to a man like you. That's where you're wrong, Mr. X! This conversation is getting us nowhere. Is it eleven o'clock yet? I'll take the daily video call and leave you to it. You do that, and let me tell you something else. I think that... That'll be them. Please, Mr. Stacy, allow me to handle this. Hello? Good morning. Is that you, X06? It is. Do you have anything you'd like to say to us today? I've got plenty to say to you. Mr. Stacy. Why don't you show your face, coward? I'll show you my face when you show us your money. Can we speak with Sam, please, Mr. McBride? Just to ensure he's safe and well. No, you may not talk with him. Rest assured, he's fine and dandy. For now. I swear, if you've laid a hand on him... Please don't make idle threats, Mr. Stacy. If you want your son to go free, you need to give us a little present first. I think that our Mr. X would have told you about our offer by now. You won't get a penny out of me. We are open to negotiation on the matter of payment, Mr. Stacy. I mean, if money is an issue for you... Money is not the issue. You own many fine things, Mr. Stacy. I'm sure we could come to an agreement. Did you have anything specific in mind? Oh, we're flexible on all matters but time. You have one solar day to make up your mind. I will call again tomorrow, and I will want to hear something positive. 
I do not wish to hear your voice again, Mr. Stacy. Why, you... We will deal with you, X-06, only. Very well. You at least seem to be reasonable. Goodbye, Mr. Stacy, sir. Your son sends his regards. Don't you say anything. I'm not giving in. Once it penetrates their thick skulls, I won't pay up. They'll be forced to let him go. They won't go through with their threats. That's one mighty risk you're taking. Risk is my business, X-06. I was led to believe it was also yours. Folks get around Viking City by a transportation method they call Hypertube, an interlinked network of smooth glass tunnels that snake across the colony. I travelled the hypertrain to the western quadrant, at the very edge of Viking City, and quickly found my way through the red dusty streets to Stacy Corp's secondary offices. Stacy Corporation is a family business, and both of John Stacy's sons, Steve and Sam, hold high positions within the company. Sam, of course, is indisposed, to put it mildly, but I thought that perhaps Steve could provide me with the assistance I need. He works here in Western Quadrant, deliberately a good distance away from his old man, no doubt. I certainly found Steve to be far more easygoing than his father. Yeah, he's an old tyrant, isn't he? Always has been. Dad will never change. Might I be honest with you, Steve? Sure, go right ahead. I find your father's attitude to Sam's kidnapping rather confusing. He doesn't seem to be acting the role of a worried man. I'd almost say he doesn't care about your brother. No, no, you've, you've got him all wrong. He's just a little old-fashioned. If any of us boys get into trouble, it's always been Dad's expectation we'll get ourselves out of it. He's brought us up not to rely on anyone. That's the Stacy way. It's every Stacy for himself. And poor Sam's got to suffer for it. That makes sense of some of it. Here's another question for you. What's the big deal with money? I, uh, I... I don't get you. I was led to believe that Mr. Stacy was one of Mars's richest men, but whenever the subject of money comes up, he weakens slightly. Like something is troubling him there. Well, not much gets past you, does it? Okay, I'll level with you. You fellas have form in keeping secrets, right? The truth is, Dad, or Stacy Corp, is virtually broke. I rather suspected as much. Dad bet nearly everything we have on the stock price of Iridium. That was the day before Titan started exporting the stuff at less than half a Martian dollar to the ounce. Please don't let Dad know I told you this. He has his pride, you know. The kidnappers would be quite happy to take something other than money to pay the ransom. Believe me when I tell you there's no option but to make a deal with them. I know your father owns several pieces of valuable art. Perhaps you and I together could convince him to trade. He's only got one piece of valuable art, and there's no way he's going to part with that. The Portrait of the Man with Two Faces By the famous 1990s Soviet artist Varhov That's the one. Ugly piece of painting if you ask me. I don't know what he's seizing it. But it's not just him that's wild about it. No siree. We must get contacted every week by someone wanting to buy it from him. Oftentimes they're quite persistent. He says no every time. Your father doesn't strike me as being an art lover, Steve. You got that right. Seems we're being honest with one another. I'll admit I reckon he only keeps hold of it because so many others desire it. Is that also part of the Stacy way? No, but it's his way, not mine. I'm very pleased to hear it. You see, I urgently need some help to rescue your brother. I would like, Steve, to offer the kidnappers Vahov's man with two faces. That should more than cover the three million they originally demanded. He'll never hand it over. Not willingly. 
I wasn't planning on asking him first. Ha! <laughs> you got guts, I'll give you that. The portrait is kept in the Viking City with secure repository, isn't it? I take it you have access to your father's vault? Could we just pay them a quick visit and check it out? You must be insane. Quite possibly. But what do you say? I have his access code. So does Sam. He wanted us both to be able to withdraw the family possessions in the event of his death. But there's a security measure in place that means that the access codes will literally only become usable when a record of his death is entered into the city's central computer. Until then, only his brain print can access our family vault. The lock is brain print activated. That shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't be a problem? I can't believe you even got me considering this. Robbing from my own father? To save your brother. Tell me about the vault and security arrangements around the painting. Leave the rest to me to take care of. You must be joking with me, surely. Dad would go nuts when he found out. We are talking about trading a piece of canvas with a slap of paint on it for a man's life. Once he has Sam back safe and well, I'm sure he'd absolve you of pretty much anything, wouldn't you say? Also, us going behind his back like this saves him having to publicly admit he hasn't got the money. His precious pride won't need to be dented. This really is the only option? I've discovered enough about Mr. McBride and his band of kidnappers to know that they are professionals. I can't just storm their hideout or guns blazing, not if we want to guarantee Sam gets out alive. McBride won't wait another day while we discuss this, Steve. We've got to act now. I rode the hypertrain to the Viking spaceport, my temporary base of operations. Here is my private rocket, designation GB-703, which was waiting for me on the apron. GB-703 is equipped with the latest intelligent technology, one piece of which is a most ingenious device that can create a surface copy of the brain print of an individual via video link. This was not an invention of the British security services, but a criminal gang from whom we appropriated it. The process of brain print capture is rather simple and is done without the knowledge of the target. The process requires at least 40 seconds to complete, and after that time a very basic brain print can be artificially created. The process will fail, however, if 40 seconds of contact with the target is not achieved. Therefore, it is vital to keep the target on the line and giving you their fullest attention for the duration. I need to get hold of him and keep him talking until I hear the beep. Oh, here he is, Mr. X-06. What do you want? you got five seconds. Mr. Stacy, I would like your fullest attention. Sure, everybody does. Marla, hold my course for a while, would you? What do you want? I just wanted to give you an update. This is urgent. Make it quick. I'm working on a way to get your son returned to us. Good, now get on with it. I've got an urgent call coming through and need to get off this line now. I just wanted to ask a question, Mr. Stacy. I'm looking for your approval. You're never getting that, pal. Goodbye. Your approval, sir, that I could do anything, go to any length, to rescue Sam. There's no need to ask me that question. You see an avenue, you take it. Thank you very much, Mr. Stacy. Is that all you wanted? I can confirm I've got what I wanted. Thank you. The Viking City Secure Repository is situated on the outer limits of the northern quadrant. An ugly little grey building, it extends downwards into the Martian rock and contains the most expensive trinkets and keepsakes owned by the Mars elite within 200 hermetically sealed vaults. 
is 3am solar time and still dark. I approach the repository from the north, coming in from the desolate landscape rather than via the areas of habitation. I travel by rented hover bike, abandoning the bike in a crater half a mile away from the repository. I travel the rest of the way on foot, carefully ducking every two minutes to avoid the swinging arc of the single camera pointing out in my general direction. I am wearing a stealth suit, state-of-the-art wearable technology, another great invention of the British Security Service. At present, you might describe me as being clad, head to foot, in a kind of shining black rubber material, but the stealth suit has a very helpful function which I shall describe presently. I've made it to within a few feet of the building. It's a squat structure, and the gravity here on Mars is different, so it's not hard to get on the roof. From there, I approach the camera from behind, a jagged piece of Martian rock in my hand. Before the camera can complete its arc and see me, I throw the rock with some force against it, smashing the components and disabling it. Quickly, I jump down from the roof and stride over to the locked service hatch on the side of the structure. I press myself against the cool metal wall a few feet away from the hatch and wait. As intended, someone has been dispatched to fix the camera, the damage to which I hope they would accept as being made by a stray meteorite. I can hear them unlocking the hatch. It's time to activate the stealth suit. Built into the fabric approximately where a medallion would lay on my chest is a red button. I touch it with my palm. You see the suit is studded with tiny lenses. Each of these take a photograph of what's visible in front of me, behind me, and to my left and right. The images are developed within a tiny computer and then projected, temporarily, onto the fabric of the suit. Then what's behind me is shown on my front, etc. The effect is most ingenious. I have become, to all extents and purposes, invisible, at least for the moment. The effect is not perfect, of course, and wouldn't withstand great scrutiny, but in the Martian twilight I am imperceptible. So the maintenance guard who pokes his head out of the security hatch doesn't see that I'm stood right by the door. He stomps outside grumbling at having to do some work and fix the camera. As soon as he gets a few steps away, I slip inside the hatch, undetected. Inside, the chameleon qualities of the suit flicker and switch off. The power needed to sustain the image is, to say the least, incredible, so the process only works for a few seconds. But it has done its job, and now I'm inside. It's time to do mine. I silently creep down twisting staircases and along shining corridors, until I find myself outside Vault 11, the Stacy Vault. I stop and look around me. All is still. So far, so good. Outside the heavy metal door to the vault is a tall device that looks for all the world like one of the old bow-shaped hairdryers of the 20th century. Here, the owner of the vault has to duck their head inside to have their brain print captured. Upon successful entry of an appropriate brain print, the vault door will automatically open. Should the brain print capture be unsuccessful, or not meet the requirement, the whole repository will lock down. If that happens to me, then it's all over. I've placed the brain print stolen from Mr. Stacy inside a diadem I'm wearing on my head. It's a flimsy bit of metal and plastic, but ensures that the fake brain print is transmitted from the correct areas of my skull. I duck my head inside the reader bowel. Generally, these devices give you three attempts only. Not recognized. I duck out of the bowel and adjust the metal crown into a slightly different position. Try again. Brrr, brain print not recognized. With 
some discomfort, I realise that it is entirely possible that the rush process of capturing Stacy's brain print may have led it to become corrupt in some way. If that's the case, I'm toast. One last try, then. Brain print accepted. I'm obliged. Please step inside the vault. Mm. I step inside. Electric lights switch on. The air is stale in here, most likely because this door hasn't been opened for some considerable time. Within the vault, boxes. Old pieces of furniture. They are of no interest to me. What I need is propped up on an easel and draped in black cloth. I reach out and pull the covering away. And there it is, inside a bronze frame. A picture of the side profile of a man. He's looking both left and right at the same time. This is it. Varhov's portrait of the man with two faces. I reach out to grab it. Steve! What is it, son? Something's troubling me, Dad. Better talk with a shrink then, hadn't you? It's that British guy, Mr. X06 or whatever we're supposed to call him. Go on, Steve. He's got a crazy plan to get Sam back, Dad. He talked me into telling him about the vault. He what? He wants to give the kidnappers the portrait of the man with two faces. He does, does he? Well, he's not getting into my vault. Not without my brain print, he's not. That didn't seem to be a problem to him. I guess he has some way to copy it. I read that criminals can capture brain prints over video calls these days. He, he hasn't called you today, has he, Dad? Marla, get hold of the secure repository for me. Now! I have achieved my first objective. The portrait is in my hands. I carry it out of the vault and walk purposely towards the same door I had used to slip inside the building earlier. I was about to allow myself the slightest smile in confidence of a job well done, when suddenly... Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Intruder alert! 